You are listening to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Please like and subscribe. Good morning. Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. It's my esteemed pleasure to have on. She's an author, and I'll tell you what, maybe she can help me with this problem. There's a dinosaur in my whirlpool bath. Ladies and gentlemen, this is TJ Finn. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Fantastic. I mean, um, I love the title, by the way. This is absolutely fantastic. It definitely gets your attention. It's definitely, definitely apropos. But I mean, um, I had to kind of lead in like that because it was pretty cool. So you got to help me with my problem. There's a dinosaur in my whirlpool bath. I mean, you know, this is really cool title. But let me tell you, the book itself, going over it, um, I want you to give me a, a, an idea of where it came from. But uh, congratulations on a very well-written book and a very informative book. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So there's a story and, that goes me, along thank with you, Thank you for that. sending me the copy, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, there's a story that, that goes along with how this book came about. and Unfortunately, not a very great story, but um, my... My 26-year-old daughter passed away um, from stage four melanoma cancer last summer, and um, she was diagnosed on March 9th, and by June 15th, she had, she was gone, and it was a very tragic whirlwind situation. Well, she had a four-year-old son, my grandson, Liam, and, you know, when she passed away, she asked me if I would raise Liam, and of course, that answer is yes. But about two weeks after Tiffany passed, I was um, put Liam to bed, did the normal thing, and got ready to take me a bath. And I sat down on the side of the tub, and I reached down into the bottom of the bathtub to, to plug it up, and there was a dinosaur laying in the bottom of the bathtub. And so I sat there with a glass of wine, and I had me a big cry, and I said, I can't do this. I'm too old. I just, I can't. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? And then I realized that that I needed resources. I needed really good resources to help me get through this. And, you know, I have eight children, but the world is a very different now than the time my children grew up. And so I was, you know, not prepared to to raise a child in this world that was just so tremendously different. Um, we didn't have online school and certainly the internet wasn't like it is. I mean, a right. lot of things have changed. Yeah. And so, so I realized when I started putting together these resources that if I'm in this situation, there's millions of other people in my same situation. It may not always, you, you know, you not, may not be raising your grandchild because of a death. It may be because drug addiction or, you know, many, many other reasons of the inability of the parents to take care of them. But there's millions of people, not just grandparents, but aunts and uncles and extended families, you know, raising someone else's child. And they, too, need these resources. So that's how the book came about. Well, you know, and, and it's very funny that um, you mentioned the reasons. I mean, it, and it really doesn't matter. And the reasons in our prayers and sympathies, obviously, and respect go to you losing your daughter. Um, nobody ever wants to be in that position. So, I mean, our hearts go to you there. Um, but... You. Raising eight children, I raised five. I mean, you know, my baby's 30, so this year. So I, I, I definitely understand all of a sudden, starting all over again, you're going, oh, sweet baby Jesus, you know. And, and, <laughs> yes. and then considering the conditions, you have to deal with all that. And you don't have a uh, timeout period. You don't have a rest period. So, like, you kind of took yours. You said, hey, look, you know, you're having a glass of wine, and you're looking at the bottom of the tub, and there's a dinosaur down there. And, 
I guess good Lord telling you something, but you know, it's kind of in in the freakiest ways, but Hey, it happens, you know, but I'll tell you what, you know, honestly looking at it and having you and I had had a discussion about having a, a dear friend in the past that went, ran into this at, at, at in the age of the seventies of their seventies. It's kind of really, um, you know, things are way different math, and I don't mean that and literally and figuratively than they were when I raised my children, like yourself. Oh yeah. And so you're looking at it going, man, and then you have, it's not a burden per se, but the circumstances of where it came up and and uh, and how it came about, and then to move forward. And because there's you know there's not really a choice of thinking about it in my mind, and you obviously right. didn't, you, you obviously didn't uh, you kind of shifted the clutch and moved forward as, as best as you can, you know. And that part of it is not something you know you didn't consider it an option to sit there and say, well, you know, can I dilly dally or whatever. And then when I go through your book, you know, it's funny. Uh, my girl pointed it out, and, and I looked at it too. One of the best terms I liked in your book was fictive kin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know the, the old story, it takes a village and blah, 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 which which sometimes not all of us have a village, you know, and uh, but it, it always helps if you do. And I love the way you label because I, I you know, have intermixed of children, children, you know, that aren't all blood mine, but I raised them, they're mine, you know, and I love them, and they're all my children, you know, and same with the grandchildren, and I, I think you identified with family like that, and people, and friends, and people that, that came, you know, that, that are part of your world, and then you made a bigger village, you, you build a bigger village, Right. And it, it does, you have to build, build that village. And a lot of people, they, they think of a village as all the people around you, but, but all that, those relationships that need nurturing and they need, you know, you, there may be members of your village that you don't even know are village members, you know, and then a crisis happened and it's like, whoa, I, I will tell you a little story about my situation. So I have, um, and I got remarried in 2020. And um, I married the little boy who grew up across the street from me <laughs> and and it just happened that way. Right. And so I have six children. He had two. And so together we have eight. And um, we've been together for seven years, you know, and and when Tiffany got sick last year, um, my husband's ex-wife, her name is Beverly. And we, I knew who she was, but we certainly didn't have a relationship. But Beverly came to me and she said, you know, you have always loved and taken care of my children. It's my turn to return the favor. And Beverly has literally become my grandson's other grandma. It's a really strange dynamic. But she and I became really good friends. And, of course, Liam could not say Beverly at four, so she became his bumblebee. He calls her bumblebee. (laughs) But you you just never know, right, who's going to step up in your time of need and say, let me help. And she literally, she, she babysits for him anytime he 
I mean, at least once a week, he's with his bumblebee, you know, and and it's it's a big deal to to have those relationships in your life where, you know, you can get some help. Because if you're in this situation, you're going to need some help. And this book explains to you, you know, how and where to look for the help that you're going to need. And I really like it because I have it broken down by by topic yes. and then there's a, a by state so if you're no matter what state you're in there's an international section and then there's also a section of the book that is specifically for counselors and educators because I'm working on my master's in human development and counseling and when I sat down to write the book I said okay parents need this but what about counselors or educators who are trying to help families and children in this situation what resources will help them help these people, you know? And so, so I, you know, included that in the book as well. So I find from, from that perspective, counselors are saying, gosh, CJ, these are great resources, you know? And that's what it's about. This, this book summed up is my lemonade to share with the world. I, I love that. And, and and let me tell you, it's awesome that, you know, when you have, you know, it's it, it's very unique circumstances that, that, you know, the ex-wife comes in and all of a sudden, you know, and it steps up to the plate and hits home runs and, and, and becomes, a, you know, an additional bumblebee, as you, as you say. And, and, and I love that. And that's awesome. And, and you know, and, and God bless her, you know, but here's the thing, you know, it's funny. I want to, I want to put something on this book that I don't know if you've heard before or not, but I I think this is a parent to be book. I think this is a uh, grandparents to be book. I think it's a great gift. Um, I think it's a great gift to give to you know people you know, wedding gift. I mean to anybody who's going to have children. I, I really think that you know this is one of those books that I, I was I was saying earlier that that man you know you should just here you go you know this is one of those great gifts it's not just a coffee table book because i think that you know parents to be or imagine you know you have eight kids you know and i have five you imagine if if somebody would have handed you one of these books you know uh you know when, when you when you had your first child sit there and said you'd have known all this oh, stuff yeah. that you know we know now and uh some stuff that we don't know now that we could go in and find in the book right oh no i totally agree and uh, people have said that to me it's like Gosh, if I'd have just had this six months ago, or I'd have had it a year ago, or when my kids were little, oh my gosh! And and it is a a resource for parents. Period. Whether you're, yeah. you know, an extended family reading, no doubt about that. Um, but if you're if you're in my situation where you're raising someone else's child, it you have to have this book. We, I mean, you know, and, and it's and it's definitely. I love the idea. You you, you broke it down. I mean, it is your parenting and grandparenting for dummies and i mean that in a loving right. way you know i mean it is it, it is the fastest way to sit there and look at say man and i've read a ton of these books and most of us like oh, that's great that's nice whatever and and and, and i have no no disrespect to anybody who's written them because they've had their their issues or whatever that's gone through it and and, and uh i've i've read the books specializing in because you know, I have a deaf daughter, so I went through all those things. I learned them myself. So, you know, um, it was with their mom. I, I learned them all myself. So I had to dig, dig scratch. And I, didn't, I didn't have any of these resources in the 80s. So, you know, looking at this and saying, wow, man, here's things and here's counselors and here's 
um, you know, government organizations and all these things that you put together, which huge kudos to you for that because you literally, you broke it down. Look, I don't care if you're having the hardest day in the world. You can look at her table of contents. You can look at TJ's table of contents and say, wow, okay. You know, I mean, I, I, I have the book literally within my arms reach, not just because of the show, but I mean, it's like, you know, okay, you know, which group is right? Support groups. Which which group is right for me? Local support groups, online support groups, support group for kids, peer mentors. I mean, that quickly, it's right there. It doesn't just say support groups and leave you there, which is great. People would be grateful to have that. But you broke it down so digitally into one, two, three, four, five. You know, it is literally, you know, your, your you know, one to five type step of things. And I think that's congratulations on that i'm sure it was a hell of a lot of work thank you it was a lot of work and and but i you know i i had to think about you know what resources do i need and then how can i go above and beyond and do that for if if maybe i'm not in texas and things are different in texas than they are in georgia than they are in you know whatever state you're in so i looked at each individual state and said okay what resources does this state offer for parents, you know, or for extended families and for, so there's, there's a lot of legalities that go into raising someone else's child that are not there whenever it's your child, you know, and I, I began to find that out along the way, you know, the first time I took him to a dentist appointment, they're like, well, you're not his mom. Well, yeah, but I have this paperwork, you know what I mean? So I knew ahead of time, by researching what I was going to need in order to make all these things happen. And, you know, it, it, it can be difficult, you know, and, and it can be expensive to hire an attorney to teach you how to do all these things. So, you know, with this book, you, you may not need an attorney at all because everything is in there, what you need and how to gather those resources and how to get it, you know, in the most inexpensive way. Right. So. Right. And, and, and the thing, and it shows a lot of when you go to these pages and you go check them out, also shows a lot of your legal rights. Hey, look, and if you need, if you need legal advice, hey, maybe it's you just, it, it costs you minimally because you have the research right here at your fingertips. Now you dress, you address a bunch of things in there, anything from child privacy. And I, there's a couple of these I love and I preach regularly and thank God somebody puts them in writing. Um, you know, child privacy, you know, children on the internet. Um, no, you can't sleep in my bed. Let me stop right there. <laughs> right, uh, right. Let me stop right there. I'm going to piss off a lot of people, and frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've got my stripes from being a parent and a grandparent, you know, and so do you. So you address, right. the, you know, the idea of, you know, hey, look, man, you know what? Children sleeping in their own bed and, and, and doing those things. And, and that's a habit that, man, let me tell you something. <laughs> you start it, you know, your kid's going to be 19. You know, move over, mom. Move over, dad. Oh, that's <laughs> right. You know how I know that? Because I was 16 years old still sleeping in the bed with my mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I, the I, last I, child. Go figure. <laughs> I, I have a very, very famous, very famous uh, inner singer that was on the other day and sit there turned around and said, you know, dad showed her Halloween at like five, you know, and, and I did it too. I, I, I was guilty, but you know, and so from like four, four or five to eight, you know, they, they were in bed with him every day. You know, I said, well, dad didn't, dad didn't think about that one very well, did he? You know, I mean, right, you know. Exactly. <laughs> and, but, but at the same time, man, look, it, it, it's, it's a habit to break young because mm -hmm. if you don't break it young, you know, sometimes the parent relies on it too, you know, but it's something that, you know, you address in there very well. 
and I, I appreciate that you did. And the other thing is, is, you know, privacy and internet settings. Yep. I can personally say from people that I know very well that things have gone wrong or things have gone differently because of the fact that, you know, that, uh, oh, I, I trust my child, um, you know, I first first of all, look, I was a lousy liar as a kid. My mom saw through me, but you know, every kid lies. You know, oh yeah, every kid yeah. lies. And and you address things. So the internet and stuff—that's your business. The phone, your te texting—that's your business. You're the parent, and you point out some of these wonderful things in there, but you also sit there and point these things out. That uh, what did you? Is this your own knowledge over time and learning, or is this research, or is it all the above as parent, grandparent? It's really all the above, yeah. It's all the above. It's, you know, learning as a parent over the years, and then, you know, thinking about the things that, that, that you know, like, hey, it, when my kids were really young, they didn't have the internet. They, they God, I wish they'd had that phone where you could stuck them in your in their hand when you were in the grocery store. They would watch <laughs> cartoons, and you didn't. <laughs> that's a great invention, right? You wouldn't there. have you wouldn't have seven but, boxes of cereal that you didn't see got put in your cart. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, so but things have changed. Like I said, things have changed, and you know, I had to sit down writing this book and think about things that I didn't have to deal with when my kids were young. Right. You know, and and what do I need to know about these things? And so I did a lot of research through a lot of great information online and in books, and and said, okay, you know, these are the things that that we need to think about as parents. And I, and I tell you, and I, I work for Hilton. And working in the hotel business, you see a lot of, I mean, just recently there was a situation where um, the FBI did a sting operation because these these men were going after young girls on the internet net, underage kids, and they, you know, busted these, this ring of people that, and they were luring these kids over the internet because some parent wasn't paying attention to what that child was doing. And, you yeah, know, and they're saying they're saying they're seventeen too or whatever else, and come meet me or whatever, and and then boom, it, it, and God forbid it can go horribly wrong. And thank God that you know the FBI got in there and got that taken care of because as for as many times as that law enforcement comes in and makes a save, there's many times that they they unfortunately do not. And I don't ever want to be the guy that sit there and says, "Oh my gosh," you know. <laughs> To, to, to you know, try to you know you don't you you that's things you never want to be right on you know I mean right. far be it from me I'm not a guy that likes to be wrong but that's you never want to be right and say hey look man please do this and oh I, absolutely I'd rather be oh you know, well, you're a horrible parent and I don't like you today I can live with that you know I, I yeah I can live with that too absolutely <laughs> if they like you too much you're probably not doing it right <laughs> yes ma'am exactly exactly my mommy my mommy said give you a reason to cry <laughs> so, I mean, I'm you telling know. you I'm telling you my, my my deal is you know this whole human trafficking thing guys and 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 some people you hear it and you're just like I've seen it yes, multiple times in my business and I tell you it, it's real it's happening and so when we were kids we went outside and played until the sun went down yes, or we heard our mama scream our name and we might have been half a mile away yes, my mother would say as long as you can hear me holler that's how far you can go we would never in this day and age think of letting our kids out loose in the neighborhood ever I mean no way but you know so it is a different world than the one I grew up in than the one my kids grew up in now you have to be a hundred times more cautious than when I was a kid 
you know, oh, yes, and there's just things we need to think about. Our, our moms must have known each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but no, but you're 100% right. And I've had human, human, human trafficking experts on our on the Lifebox Media channel and 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 explain these things and people that also help with the damages after with the with the fortunate ones who are recovered and fortunate is kind of a you know a, a really long stretched word and I mean it with respect but you know they, they made it home thank God but I mean so it, it's not a game and they'll tell you it's not a game and so and you being in the hotel field and you doing all this research you know it's not in a hotel, you know, it, it's, it's not a, uh, it's not, it's not something that, you know, you ever want to even entertain. Um, you don't even want to hear it being around your business or your town. And, and, uh, you know, we're, we're stationed in Nashville and, uh, not too far from us, Murfreesboro, Tennessee is one of the biggest, uh, cities in the country for, uh, you know, trafficking. And, uh, unfortunately that's not one of those things you want to brag about, but I mean, it's also one of the biggest growing cities, but, that's that's the problem, and and you know you don't want to be one of those you know hey look you know I'd rather monitor my kid or grandchild's internet because oh my gosh I can't have any privacy no you have privacy when you go into oh, the bathroom absolutely you know I mean yeah. absolutely so I mean I love the idea that you address these things I you know we're, we're not being a downer here we're being honest uh, responsible parents and grandparents and none of us are perfect. I tried that walking on water thing. It didn't work too well for me. It didn't work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, well, we're going to make a million mistakes. There's no doubt about it. But you know, perhaps this book can cut some of the mistakes off at the at the beginning and say, okay, here, that's what we need to do. You know, so you know, hopefully, it'll be as helpful to to the readers, you know, as it was to me to have this knowledge and, and, you know, the, this information. And, and I was, and I wrote the book because there, there's not information out there for, for people who need, it. I mean, it took, I've got my information from, you know, thousands of different resources. And now this is one resource you can go to, to get that information. I want to say, I want to say in that part, how long did it take you to put this book together? Um, well, essential months it took months you know from from that two-week time so from june and it came out in february and i and i i hammered down on it because i needed the information and then once i'd gotten the information for myself i started putting it into book form so it took a a lot of research hours and hours and hours of research to put this all together and um now it's it can be at someone's fingertips. So I, I'm a volunteer for CASA, which is Court Appointed Special Advocates for Children. And, you know, a child going into an extended family care, which happens every single day, multiple I don't I don't know what the numbers are, but it's 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 overwhelming amount of numbers that this happens to every single day through CASA alone, you know, when the you know, the court appoints um, an ad litem and advocate for that child through CASA uh, in most states. And, I mean, just to be able to give this from CASA's perspective to this parent and say, here you go, this is what you need to know. You know, we all wish we all wish our kids would have came with a book, right? <laughs> book, video, you know, how-tos, uh, you know, don't do nots, the whole deal. You know, right. but, and, and, and I think I think it's great that you have that. And I do want to address a couple things that in your book that I think are really cool. That it's funny as like, I, I make jokes at this point. When I, I when I was in California, 
and, and, and uh, people that were dear to me's children would go to school out there. I walk up to the school one day, and I'm looking at this sign, and it says, peanut-free zone. So I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is that about, right? And so I go, and I say, hey, man, what's that about? And he says, well, you know, no peanut butter, no peanut no peanut butter, you know, well, why, why not in a school? Seriously? My kids would have starved to death when I was growing up. Oh, no, dude, right. you, don't, you don't understand. So you have like things like allergies and stuff. Most parents today, unless, you know, their ch children are probably eight and below or 10 and below, anybody and grandparents damn sure wouldn't understand the fact of not sending a, a peanut butter sandwich to school with a kid. Right. And, and, you know, or sending the thing of penis or whatever. That's healthy. Go ahead. Go on. Vominos. Go on. Get going, you know, and send them on your way. And, I mean, I looked at it, and I'm pretty damn educated. I looked at this. What the hell is peanut butter not doing in the schools? What's the problem, you know? And allergies out there. You address all of these things in the book, you know, and I think it's really cool because, you know, a lot of people wouldn't think, especially being a grandparent, what would be a problem with sending a peanut butter sandwich to school? What the hell is the problem? Right. And, you know, we don't, you know, if you raise a child from the time they're born, you're going to learn along the way what those allergies are, right? right? But if you take someone else's child, you may not ever think to ask about, okay, are you allergic to anything? You know, and that was one of the thing with Liam is I had so little time with Tiffany from, from the time she got sick till she passed away, we didn't get to go over everything. And I was like, what if he's allergic to something that she hasn't told me about, you know? So, so, you know, people are going to run in, into circumstances where, gosh, you need to ask this, you need to, you know? So right. that was my situation. Well, and, and that's the thing. And sometimes you don't sit there and think about it. Oh, well, you know what? I found out, you know, you could, you know, you say your daughter would have gone to the pediatrician. Oh, by the way, he's got a slight reaction to this and this. We're going to check back on it. Well, you know, things go by and unfortunately things happen so fast with you. But even if they didn't, you don't think about it. You know, well, we're going to get back on it because it might or might not be something. And then something happens and you never talked about it. You know, exactly. And, and then all exactly. of a sudden it's like, oh, man. So you kind of gave a pre-education to, you know, kind of pay attention to these things. And because, like I said, I mean, I, I joke about it, but it's a serious thing. And I know numerous people that are, like, allergic to penis. I'm using that as the example, a metaphor in there. But, I mean, it's true that, you know, you would have, and I'm not getting into whys and how comes and any of those things. But, I mean, it's just, it's just is today. It just is. And, yeah. you know, so food allergies and allergies as such, you know, and even if it's, uh, you know, allergies in the air or whatever, you know, it's just there. You're making people aware and, uh, you know, you, you're going over things like even the financial assistance and, you know, and things like that and setting limits and, you know, and, and technology and addiction and cyberbullying. I love that. You know, I mean, <clears throat> you know, sometimes it's very hard <clears throat> for a parent, parent, let alone a grandparent, to sit there and realize, okay, look, cyberbullying, you tell that to some grandparents, you're going to be sitting there going, what? Yeah. <laughs> how, can, how can you be intimidating on a computer? Turn the damn thing off. Right, like exactly. That, you, know, you know, because, you know, I would, I would associate as growing up bullying would be, you know, I mean, and I was bullied as a kid and I was a big kid, you know, but, but somebody being in your face or wanting to beat you up. Things have just changed, right. and a lot of people have a lot of brass and sass and everything else 
online and they'll shame you or whatever. And a lot of grandparents just have, and parents even today, have no idea what's going on, which is, again, a reason that you point out to pay attention to what your kids are doing online. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, when we were kids, even when my kids were kids, we didn't even have the word cyber in our vocabulary. <laughs> if we did, it was, you know, some weird science fiction thing, you know. So As on Mission Impossible, yeah. they mentioned it, Mission Impossible, you know, there's a cyber attack and we're going, whoa, what is it? I don't know, but it sounds big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. And I tell you, these kids do a lot of their living online you know and and it, it it's just the reality of the times that we live in and being able to understand that that is their social network you know it, it things have changed so much you know and especially older people trying to understand okay well we don't we don't spend all day long on the internet so you know, we don't understand. I can't imagine now being somewhere without my phone. Oh my God. I would like, what would I do if I left my phone at home? You know, know, and there was a time that, that it was a quarter in my shoe. My mother made me put a quarter in my shoe. So I always had a way to call someone, you know, I I wouldn't even know where to find a pay phone anymore. If there is any more pay phones, you know, Um, so it's different. I I, I, I tried to buy one from the phone company, put my house and they would, they told me, no, I'd have to go to a dealer. So, I mean, I was like, what do I, there's no phone book to look up and I guess I have to look online. So, I mean, but, but it's very true. And the quarter thing, me too. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I used to have that little mark on my foot, you know, from the, from my sock in it and the deal so yeah you know so here's the funny thing but i mean you got income tax incarceration immigration legal mental health and by the way i want to point out this there's nothing wrong there's not a doggone thing wrong not anything wrong at all i'll use my improper english and correct it later um you know there's not anything wrong with you sitting down and asking for some help because believe me, man, and, and please jump in, TJ, and correct me if you think I'm wrong. Sometimes you need just a vent, whether it's a friend, girlfriend, mom, buddy, whatever, to sitting down and talking to a counselor, head shrinker, psychologist, yes. psychiatrist, whatever. There's nothing wrong with just talking to somebody. I highly encourage it. And and did you, may I ask her, and you can tell me none of my business, but, you know, I mean... You know, did you go seek some help or whatever, or, you know, or, or friends? Or- Absolutely. Absolutely. Not only counseling help, um, because, you know, you know, when people think about counseling and that, you know, it, it you think you're going to go in there and you're going to tell them their pro- your problems and they're going to tell you how to fix them. Well, that's not the way counseling works. You know, you're going to sit down with a counselor and you're going to tell them your problems. Absolutely. And that person's going to help you work out your problems. You know, you come up with the solutions because somebody else can't fix issues that you're dealing with, you know, but they can help guide you into the right frame of mind so that you can come up with the solutions to your own problems. Right. So, so having that person to just get it off your chest, just talk about, you know, this is what I'm going through. And, and, you know, when you're, you know, my, I love my grandson more than anything in this world. Okay. But I was not prepared to raise a child in, in, at this time in my life, a time that, that I should be being, you know, 
just selfish and doing everything for myself. I've raised my eight kids. I've done everything. This is my time to travel and, you know, sleep late and do all these things. And then all of a sudden I'm oh, back to square one, you know? And, and so believe me, that comes with some, you know, feeling sorry for myself every once in a while, like, gosh, dang it. This is, uh, yeah, I, you know, and, but you work through those things because love, right? You love someone. But if you don't have a person that you can talk to, whether it's a support group that you're part of, people are going through the same thing you're going with, a counselor that you're talking to, a friend that you can just unload on and just get it off your chest, you're you're gonna blow up. You know what I mean? You 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 gotta get all this out and you know, some way or another. Because because it seems so much worse in your head and then when you talk it out you're like well you know it ain't that bad you know so sometimes you're your own best counselor but you need that that ability to vent i 100 percent agree and let me ask you something tj uh, saying saying that you know um when you looked into this and and you as you were building things and and putting this book together and else were you surprised i mean obviously you think man i know i can't be the only cat going through this but were you surprised that when you saw how many people were had your wore your shoes? Oh my God! Yes, yes, I was blown away because you do feel like you're going through something like this. You feel like I'm the only one in the world who's having to do this. This is just me, and nobody understands. Right. And and that is so not true. That is so not true. There's millions of people who are, you know, I think it's something like 14 million households have uh, a grandparent raising grandchild across the United States. And I can't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head, but it was staggering. I was like, oh, my God, like I had no idea. But again, there's so many different ways that that come about. Maybe not exactly my way, but but since I wrote the book, I've met so many people in my exact same predicament where, you know, I never thought I'd be raising a, you know, a four-year-old in my 50s, you know, and and there are some people way older than me that are that are, you know, just starting over in life, you know, and and you're there's going to be a, you know, so many emotions that are involved in this and that's okay a lot of people will beat themselves up like i feel bad because i just wish i could this and you know i feel guilty for feeling for feeling selfish and you know there's just so many emotions and they're all normal those are all normal things you know to feel but you don't realize that until you realize that hey i'm not the only one in this situation there's you know all these other people are going through the same thing you know so right there's some great support groups online Great support groups. Exactly. And sometimes it just might take a tweet of Becky Sue over in such and such town saying, hey, girl, I did that last week and I had to do that. Or, hey, buddy, because this is for guys, this isn't just for women, you know. So, hey, buddy, you know, hey, man, I I had to go through that last year and I dig it. But still, I say it's like this as you gave that example. It's like when you have kids, when, you know, when you have kids and your baby's young and you sit there and you look at the mom and I did this, you know, and you look and say, you know, you you want to go out and have movie night? Then you feel guilty and, oh, my gosh, both of you are running to call the babysitter back in the day when you didn't have cell phones and, you know, making an excuse or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, 
no, nah, man, the baby's six months old. I think it's okay to leave it with a sitter for two and a half right. hours where you go out and you have a meal and you have some adult time. And it's the same damn thing. You sit there and look at it. And oh, say, yeah. It's, it's okay to to sit. And I'm so glad you brought that up. It's okay to say, damn, man, you know. And then you go, you get a shower, you wash it off, and you do whatever. You have a glass of wine. You you know, you get a babysitter or whatever. You talk to somebody and... Then you say, okay, you had your griefs over, so to speak, as I say. Now now, now we have to do whatever it's going to be. We're going out to the movies. We're going this. And then I'm going to make a sandwich for the kid or whatever, you know, it, it happens to be. Exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's okay to have that. And it's okay also, and you put, you put it in the book, to have your time. Absolutely. You have to. It's a must-have, right? But I get exactly what you're talking about. When my kids were little, I hardly did anything without my kids because I would feel so guilty. Oh, well, I'm going to go here for the weekend and just leave them at home or leave them <laughs> with a babysitter. And now at my age, I'm like, Oh no, honey, line me up a whole list of babysitters. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> and you, cause you realize that you're not abusing them by leaving them no. and taking the day for yourself. They're, they're doing their thing. They're fine. You've made, you're not going to leave them with helter skelter, right? right you're leaving exactly, them with a exactly. safe babysitter, you know, and, you might feel sorry for the babysitter, but the kid's going to be fine. You know? <laughs> and, 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 see, and that's the thing. And you have to look at it that way. You and I make those jokes, and it's true. And But it, it, you have to look at it like that. You know, hey, look, if it's like I love Lucy, and they're tying the babysitter up and doing an Indian dance around him, okay, well, so be it. That's a, that's on the babysitter. She's getting paid. But I mean, you know. <laughs> she's I mean, paid for it. But, but yeah, exactly. Aww. But no, that, that's that's the funny thing of that is that you have to sit there and say, it's cool. Then you go out, and, and by the way, when you come home, Man, you're so much more refreshed because you had a nice time. And whether it's a dinner and dancing or you went to a movie or you just went and had a glass of wine somewhere or a good dinner. Or hell, you just walked around people watching. It doesn't make a difference. You got that time. It also refreshes you and makes the job easier Absolutely. on you. Oh, without a doubt. without And you need that. You, No matter what your situation is, you have to... to Take care of yourself. Your self-care is so important because if you're not 100%, how are you going to be there for anybody else? So, yeah, really important. You know, I use that example all the time, and you, you may borrow this one. I said it's like, you know, if you're on an island and somebody sits there and says, well, you know, I'm going to give the last bit of food to to the children. And I'm like, well, okay, so when you pass out and die and, and the wolves come and eat you and your children, how will that work for you? Yeah, you know, have that workout. Yeah. You know, so if you eat the food <laughs> and you you're go exactly in, right. and you you eat the food, then you go get more food, and then you can defend yourself and you're good. Da, da, da. And that's exactly what yeah. the idea is. What do you want people to take away from your brand new book, There is a Dinosaur in My Whirlpool Bath? Hmm. You know, I just want to say again that this book is my lemonade to share with the world. I think that if you if you if you're in my situation or you're raising someone else's or even if you're just a parent and you have children, there is something in this book for you. I love that. You know, I'll tell you what, this is one of my favorite books that I've seen in a long time that is applicable. I could have used it as a parent. When my children were young, uh, you know, I would refer this to anybody. Parent-to-be is a great gift. If you don't have kids, you're an educator, whatever, buy the book. It's really, and I'm buy not joking, book. I'm not yeah. killing just a book because cause I don't do that. Anybody who knows me knows I don't do that. So, I mean, uh, this is a really good book. But I want to make one point out of this book, by the way. 
and it's it's not a critique, so please take it this way. Uh -huh. Okay, the book has I don't know about a hundred and some pages, and I'm guessing here. Oh, I'm right on it. But a hundred some pages of your story and knowledge, and like two hundred pages of information. That is yep. incredible, <laughs> incredible, TJ. I think that. I love your story, you know, obviously, you know, you. How, you know how I mean that, you know, with much respect. And, uh, you. you know, of, of how you've made the most of a tragic situation. And and uh, how you shared it unselfishly um, to bring light and help people make the most of their story. Well, thank you. Uh, I really do appreciate that. I wanted to tell you, so if you go to my website, it's TJ Finn Author, um, and that's F-I-N-N, TJ Finn Author.com. Um, you can order the book there. It's available on Amazon. It's also available on Amazon Kindle. And if you have um, the Amazon Kindle account for a limited time, you can read the book totally free. That's so, incredible. And then there's also, yeah, there's also some, I actually have a book series coming out in the fall, and it is totally unrelated, but it is a fiction series, but there's also some information about that on there as well. You can pre-order your book. Oh, that's, that's awesome. You'll come back on, right? I will. I will. Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, you know, because I'd like to have you, honestly, I'd love to have you back on again to talk about, you know, there is dinosaur in my whirlpool bath. And I'd love to talk to you about your upcoming books as well. Maybe this summer we'll, we'll visit again, if that's okay with you. Um, that sounds amazing. And uh, I also want to sit there and say is, look, while you're, you know, where, where's all your social media, by the way? Um, so, I'm, well, I have so much stuff, it's crazy. <laughs> so, but if you look me up on social media, it's TJ Finn. Um, and I, I own Sizzling, Sizzling Media and Events. Um, and that's sizzlingmedia.com if you check that out. And then, of course, we're doing the Sizzling Summer Nights concert series um, here in Bastrop, Texas. Starts, kicks off June 18th. So if you go to Sizzling, that's with no G on the end, sizzlingsummer.com, all that cool stuff. We got American Idol Bo Vice with us this weekend. We're really Ooh. excited. And then, yeah, and then over the summer, we have Joel Saunier and. Allie Colleen, Aaron Latome. I mean, crazy lineup for this summer. Oh my gosh, so. we just had Allie, Allie Colleen on the show, Talented, Talented. We, we, we've had uh, Joelle on also, incredible, incredible Yay. musician, um, Grammy Award winner. And uh, wow, you, you're having a really, Bastrop, Texas, have, awesome place. Bastrop, Texas is an incredible oh, place you. to go. You know, hey, I'm a San Antonio boy originally, so, you know. I get got to give some love out there. Tell us real quick about uh, the, the your, your events, please. Sure. So um, the concert June eighteenth, we have Bo Vice and Jay Edwards. Um, July and of course Winter Dawn, and then July sixteenth, which is the weekend of Corvette invasion out here in Bastrop. So there will be thousands of Corvettes all over the place. Um, we have Joel Saunier and the Bob Malden band. Bob Malden from expedition texas and then a local favorite Heidi little and then august 20th we have um aaron lacombe the white ellis band texas red dirt 
artist, Brody Castor, who's amazing. And then we have Ali Colleen. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a country music standoff in the fall. <laughs> that, that's, that's incredible. We've had Jay Edwards. We've had everybody on there. Bob, Bob Bolden was just on. I mean, you know, oh, wow. that, that, that's incredible. All those, all those people we've had, we've had on recently and fantastic guests. I loved hearing that. I didn't know all that. Um, yeah, yeah, see, exciting. I, I, I didn't, I didn't ask for. I got, I got, I, I saw the the list of everybody when uh, it was sent over to me, but I hadn't had. I just kind of glanced over that part because I was so focused on the book. I honestly, I apologize. I forgot about the the, the concert. No, it's totally. Thank you. Well, thank you for asking. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And my little Liam, he's going to be out there. So bring your grandkids, guys, and <laughs> come on out. Yeah, Where's it's a family-friendly event. Uh, it's uh, American Badass Whiskey, which is a new brand of whiskey from Garagel Spirits. Um, they're, they're they're our major title sponsor, and everybody's going to get to taste that new whiskey. And let me tell you, it is good. <laughs> it is good. I will I will send you a bottle. <laughs> oh, 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 girl, I, I review I review whiskey. I have I have a, a Scotch Barrel literally twelve feet from me. So, so <laughs> I love it. So uh, I'll have to send you some of mine. You send me some some of that, and you have to make me an introduction to the young man, to the person who, who's doing that. We might have to have them on the show. Oh, without a doubt, you're gonna love Ron Stone. So Ron and I, um, we we're both from the film industry because I used to be an agent for years and years, and so we I just fell in love with his products, and I'm gonna tell you, it, it's such a, the most gorgeous whiskey bottle i ever seen and and i fell in love with the bottle first and i was like you know anything looks that good the bottle of whiskey can't taste that great and let me tell you that's the best tasting whiskey i was so blown away i was like wow i took a big old swig and it didn't even burn it didn't even burn and i was like wow what's wow. in this Wow, we yeah, it's really. We, we definitely going to get it. It's funny you use that analogy. I'm going to tell you that, and then I'll let I'll, I'll let you go. I went to see the Elvis uh, movie the other night. I got a premiere premiere passes, and I looked at the opening and I said, if the opening's is beautiful, if the movie's as beautiful as the as the opening, we're good, you know. And so you kind of used oh, wow. the example with the bottle, and exactly. uh, with, with the whiskey. And and let me tell you something. Uh, my quote was to Warner Brothers is, is Baz Luhrmann brings you the king of rock and roll. Austin Butler, <laughs> Austin Butler introduces you to Elvis Presley. Love it. And both of them are, uh, I, I see Academy Gold. Wow, that's awesome. I haven't, I, I'm, I'm wanting to see now. <laughs> you have to see it, let me tell you. But it Love has been it. such a pleasure having you on. Um, thank you. Believe me, thank you so much. And by the way, where can everybody go to find out more information on the concert series this week? So Sizzling Summer with no G on Sizzling. SizzlingSummer.com Sizzling Summer. You have that Texas accent. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I know it's like sizzling. That's how we say it down here. <laughs> you know. You know. I'm funning you on purpose. So you know. What I mean. You know. So I, I. I still have a little bit of a draw. Not so much, but some. But anyway. So. Oh, uh, I have to watch myself because if I once I get to talking, it's like boy, it gets bad, and I'm like, oh, slow down, slow down. <laughs> it, it's cool, darling. You know, a little bit of Texas love there. You know. Look again, one more time. Where can everybody buy your book? There is a dinosaur in my whirlpool bath. Yes, it's tjfinnauthor.com. 
Young lady, you've Get been it on Amazon. You've been absolutely wonderful. It has been such a pleasure having you on. I thank you so much. And I thank you for writing such a, uh, a sincere book that is also so educational that, like I said, I think they should hand these out in the hospital parents to be. I mean, I, I haven't seen thank a book so, so touching as well as so educational. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. So, I mean, well, thank you. That means so much to me. Thank you very much. And my, my girl's an educator and she sat there and she thought she was pretty amazed by it herself. Well, that's great to hear. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. You go check out. There's a dinosaur in my whirlpool bath. You go check out the tell me the tour. The Sizzling Summer Nights concert series at sizzlingsummer.com. That's in the awesome, great state of Texas in Bastrop, Texas. Make sure to go check it out. It's an beautiful town to go to and colorado river we have it all <laughs> <laughs> yes you do life box media channel we are out